Good morning. It's Monday, January 8th, 2024. That's right. New year, new news. Same Kim bringing you the news. And if you're new here, welcome. As I've done for the last, um, whew, as I've been doing since the end of 2021, we start with uh, whatever holiday it is. And today is National Clean Your Desk Day. I feel like we do that a lot. Maybe we need a lot of reminders. Anyway, I recommend it. I did it after the first and I felt so much more relaxed and organized, but all that is going right out the window because it's the news. I took three weeks off and there is a lot to cover, sort of. I'm not gonna go over every piece of news that is broken in the last three weeks. That's too much for one Kim, but uh, we'll do a couple things just to get ourselves caught up and then we'll be back to a normal schedule. Let's start with the news that broke on Sunday. Ahead of the first government funding deadline of the year, which is January 19th, congressional leaders have announced an agreement on the framework of spending, which includes a defense budget similar to the one reached last year between President Biden and Kevin McCarthy. For those who may have forgotten, Kevin McCarthy used to be a member of Congress. He really thought he was, he was quite the big deal. Turns out he was, in fact, the opposite of that, and no one liked him, and then he quit his job a year early because he had big feelings and decided he wanted to uh, protect his space while continuing to screw over his constituents. And um, so he left. I don't blame you if you forgot about him entirely. He lifts right out. Anyway, that agreement does not mean there is a budget to vote on, nor does it mean the budget will for sure get passed. Just means that they have agreed on a framework for the budget. Because remember that Speaker Johnson of the, the more you learn about him, the worst he gets, Johnson's, didn't have that large of a majority to begin with. In fact, here's how small of a majority the Republicans have in the House. Two. Currently, they have a two-person majority. McCarthy and George Santos are gone for good, and Steve Scalise, the House Majority Leader, is out for an unknown amount of time because he's getting a stem cell transplant. So right now they have a two-person majority. On January 21st, that majority will temporarily fall to one after Ohio's Bill Johnson vacates his seat since he announced his resignation last week. So we'll see what this means for a party that is, I guess, technically in the majority, but that majority is shrinking and the party is highly fractured. So who knows? The first funding deadline, like I said, is the 19th. The rest of the government funding ends on February 2nd. On Friday night, an Alaska Airlines flight had to make an emergency landing after part of the plane flew off. The plane was a 787 MAX 9, and the part that came off was originally an emergency exit, but was plugged. And then seven minutes into the flight, it became firmly unplugged. It flew off the plane. No one's found it since. Seriously, no one has found it. Now, no one was injured because the people that were supposed to sit in those seats missed their flight. Whew, talk about someone really looking out for them. Alaska and United, the only U.S. passenger airlines that are flying the 787 MAX 9s, have grounded the entire fleet of them. Okay, this is going to be one of those stories where I'm not really talking about it, but I do have to mention some things that are going on. Since the beginning of the year, a judge has been releasing batches of Epstein court filings. I'm mentioning this because I want to clear up a very important piece of misinformation, but in show notes, you'll see links to a great Vox article 
as well as a link to the Under the Desk Instagram account, because V, who runs that account, has done a great job of pouring through the documents to present the truth. So just to clarify what's going on, what has come out are not lists. On social media, these drops are referred to as lists, which makes it seem like everyone who is on them is a client or a co-conspirator. That is not the case. These documents are part of a defamation case that one of the victims of Epstein brought against Ghislaine Maxwell. These thousands of pages are basically discovery and includes things like flight logs, the little black book, emails, all of that. People like V from Under the Desk News are comparing all these things together to try and put together a clearer picture of what this could mean. But again, just because someone is on these documents does not mean that they are being accused of, have been accused of, or in the future can be accused of a specific crime. Now, to be clear, willingly associating yourself in any shape or form with a heinous monster like Epstein and Maxwell is a disgusting thing to have done. I mean, truly revolting. However, again, being named in these documents is not a signal of a crime. I'm not trying to apologize for anybody. I'm not trying to do any of that. I'm just, I want to be clear about what these documents mean. My specialty is politics. It's elections. I work hard to bring you the news and to bring you the news correctly, which in this case means making sure that you understand calling these documents a list is a misrepresentation. It also means making sure that you understand that someone being named in these documents is not necessarily an admission or a sign of a crime, though certainly some people named should be investigated. And most importantly, this means that I'm going to point you to the right people for the story. And in this case, I fully trust V at Under the Desk News for their research and reporting. This is one of those stories where the difference between the truth and a full-blown conspiracy theory is going to be a very slippery slope. So be careful about where you're getting your information from. And if something doesn't sound quite right, look further into it and do not spread misinformation further. The Golden Globes aired last night. Quite the quite the transition. Really, um, really a lot of pressure on the whoosh to make this smooth. Hey, the Golden Globes aired last night. Weren't they amazing? No, I'm just kidding. I'm recording this before they aired. We'll maybe talk about it tomorrow. And that's what you want from your news podcast. Maybe covering the news from two days ago. Finally, some personal news about other podcasts and projects and things that I'm working on. Dawson's Darlings, my podcast with Zaz about Dawson's Creek is in its sixth and final season. So don't forget that you can still hear Zaz and I be obsessed with each other on that show. New episodes post every Tuesday. And there's a new show, Kim Moffat is a Fan, as the very descriptive title may suggest. It is interviews with people that I'm a fan of. The preview episode is out now, and the first official episode, an interview with Andrea Barber, comes out on Wednesday. And of course, although there is no such thing as an off year, 2024 is on like Donkey Kong. Make sure that you have taken the pledge to be a voter at RaisingVoters.org, where you can also take our free course on how to make sure that your community is actually turning out to vote. Registering to vote is very important, but it is just the beginning. And finally, some news about the news, of which there's not a lot of news about the news. But if you're not already subscribed to this podcast, make sure that you get, since this year is such a vital one, and also who knows what's going to happen. I may start surprising you with bonus episodes, video episodes, little bits of breaking news, whatever. I don't know. We'll see. So um, if you haven't subscribed before, today is a just super fun day to do it. 
And that's it. That's the news. Have you cleaned your desk yet? Did you do it while you were listening to this? I'm proud of clean desks and the fresh start of a new year. But more than that, because whether you're new year, new you, or just taking it as it comes, either way, because I can't imagine feeling any other way, I'm proud of you.